So I'm from Massachusetts. And one of the things that folks here are most proud of is the fact that Massachusetts is the birthplace of basketball. And if you travel to Springfield, Massachusetts, there's a public sculpture honoring James Naismith, the inventor of basketball, standing on the site where the first game was played. Springfield is also home to the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame, a massive ball-shaped facility that might be the most comprehensive sports hall of fame in America. It doesn't just honor any specific type of athletes. The Basketball Hall of Fame includes everyone, international, amateur, and women's athletes. Jordan, Shaq, Magic, Yao Ming, Lisa Leslie, all the greats are honored here for their contributions to the game. But recently, I learned there's another Basketball Hall of Fame, one that's devoted entirely to players from Indiana and Indiana's connection to the game of basketball. And it's located in a small town called Newcastle. It's, you know, big enough to have a, uh, uh, Walmart and, you know, about every fast food joint you need, but small enough that, you know, for major shopping, you go somewhere else. This is Matt Martin. He's the executive director of the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame. I called Matt up because, honestly, being from Massachusetts, I was a bit skeptical that Indiana needed its own basketball Hall of Fame. But as I'd come to learn... There's one religion that unites everybody in Indiana. It's basketball. My name is Baudelaire, and this is Atlas Obscura, a celebration of the world's strange, incredible, and wondrous places. Today, we go to Newcastle, Indiana, to see the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame and hear why Indiana calls itself the center of the basketball world. More after this. Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis. Felt like I was trapped between a rock and a hard place. Then I started Cosentix. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe black psoriasis, 300 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. If you're looking for a place where the wide open skies and the towering mountains inspire you to find an untapped part of yourself, you might want to take a trip to Wyoming. It's a place where bold, curious spirits forge their own way on all types of adventures. There is no shortage of iconic, expansive landscapes out there. You can discover breathtaking hikes, stunning state parks, authentic Western culture, and other historic sites, along with the tales of famous outlaws like Butch Cassidy and pioneers like Buffalo Bill Cody. The truth lies West. Discover yours at TravelWyoming.com. I've loved basketball for as long as I can remember. Everything about the game, really. Like when Allen Iverson willed the 76ers to beat the Lakers in game one of the NBA Finals in 2001. Just seeing this dude who's barely six feet tall repeatedly get to the basket against a Lakers team that was undefeated in the playoffs is something that's inspirational beyond the game. And it turns out for Matt Martin, that love is no different. 
I grew up loving basketball, my first love. I wasn't very good, so I was at the end of the bench towel waiver. You know, I, I had the, the, the rally cry there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, a little, little five foot six dude that can't jump, can't shoot. He, uh, he stands at the end of the bench. You brought the energy, though. You right. brought the yes. energy. That's, uh, I was a practice player. I was the A1A practice player, so. Somebody has to do it. Right. Matt grew up in Knightstown, Indiana, a town about 20 minutes from the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame. It's also the town where some of the movie Hoosiers was filmed, and that movie is widely considered one of the greatest underdog sports stories of all time. We say basketball, you know, lives here, was grown here. When Naismith invented basketball in 1891, um, shortly thereafter, he traveled to Indiana. The, the story is he immediately knew, you know, that, that Indiana was different. And, and so I'm going to paraphrase a little bit, but he's basically famous in saying that you know, while basketball was born in Springfield, it grew up and it took its roots in Indiana. I had never heard this story, so I went and looked it up. And it turns out Naismith's trip to Indiana wasn't immediately after he invented the sport, but actually in 1936. Naismith went to an Indiana high school championship game that had 15,000 people in attendance and saw fans going absolutely ballistic for the sport he invented just 40 years prior. After the game, Naismith said basketball really had its beginning in Indiana, which remains today the center of the sport. And then this got me wondering, how did basketball become so big in Indiana so quickly? A lot of people know that Naismith created the game while working at a YMCA in Springfield in 1891. But fewer people know about Reverend Nicholas McKay, the man who brought basketball to Indiana. In 1892, McKay visited the YMCA where Naismith worked and observed him teaching kids how to play basketball and fell in love with the game. He then went back to his hometown of Crawfordsville, Indiana, and taught the game himself. Within a year, the sport had spread across the state. By 1911, Indiana had its first state basketball tournament. And then in the early 1920s, an Indiana-born ex-basketball player turned shoe salesman got a job with Converse. The company had its own basketball team at the time, called the Converse All-Stars. And that salesman, named Chuck Taylor, was both a player and a coach on that team. He dedicated his life to the game, and 100 years later, the Chuck Taylor sneaker is worn all over the world. But how many of those folks wearing the sneaker realize it used to be a basketball shoe made by a lover of the game from Indiana? Fast forward to 1962, where Indiana sports announcer Tom Carnegie and Lions Club figure Ray Johnson create the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame as a way to honor the state's love and connection to the game of basketball. Mind you, this was actually a few years before Massachusetts established the Naismith Hall of Fame. But there's one important distinction between these two halls of fame. The people in the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame are born and bred Hoosiers, a.k.a. folks from Indiana. People like Larry Bird, famously nicknamed the Hick from French Lick. There's also the Silver Medal Award, which the Hall of Fame gives out for folks from outside of Indiana who come into the state and make a difference to basketball in Indiana. That's people like Bob Knight, longtime coach of the Indiana University men's basketball team. If I made it out to Newcastle, and now I'm standing in front of the building, like, what am I seeing? What am I hearing? Can you, can you walk me through what that's like? Sure, yeah, what's neat is our, our entryway or our plaza has um, a giant basketball. That they're full of bricks of the state of Indiana. We have flags outside that represent uh, our state champions and our semi-state in every class, um, along with our Hall of Fame Classic teams, the 100-year anniversary team that won the state 100 years ago. That explained that while the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame is a museum, they make an effort to provide interactive exhibitions that lean into basketball itself. We've got a make your last call to where you can record yourself on the radio 
or TV making a, a, a last second game call where they hit this buzzer beater and you can record yourself doing that. Um, we've got a, a make your last shot, put a quarter in and it, the scoreboard counts down from five. And then once you hit it, the crowd goes wild. We give you a, a, a little ribbon that, that proves that you won. Um, you know, you hit the, the game winning shot. This museum is also filled with items locals have contributed, like this one miniature replica of the Bloomingdale, Indiana High School gym. It was made by a man who played there in his younger years. After he passed, his daughter called Matt and asked him if he wanted it for the museum. There's a six foot by 12 foot replica gym her dad built. Um, the building got demolished and it's basically to a T. The stage is there, the gym set up how it was. Uh, the, the Yeah, it's it's really neat. And, and um so again, anything you can think of from mascot heads to pennants to uh, water coolers, because used to the coaches weren't allowed on the floor during a timeout. So the manager had to take the water and they had water carts that, you know, and of course they made them. And if it was a, a team that was a bulldogs, they made one look like a bulldog or, you know, just it, it's just interesting what we have and, and what we're able to showcase. And it's constantly rotating so that um, people can come in and see new stuff all the time. What's your favorite thing in there? My favorite part of the museum, and this is going to sound really, really nerdy and, and goofy, um, but is I'm normally the first one here. I get here a little after eight o'clock. And then especially in the winter when we leave at, at five, five thirty, when it's in Indiana and it's dark at, you know, five fifteen, <laughs> is our lights go off and you can just hear the walls talk. I mean, you can hear the 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 display cases, um, you know, the crowds cheering and, and things like that. And um, again, it sounds nerdy. But it, yeah. it's just, it, it's weird. It, it You yeah. get a, a feeling that you're there in, in, in the past. And, and that's my favorite part about this. How do you want folks to feel after a visit to the Indiana Hall of Fame? Really just, just to be able to see. Um, and, and hopefully we've done our job of showcasing um, what basketball means to the state and what makes it different. It's not that we want to the arrogance of being better or, or, or saying that we're better, but also showing how it's, it's meant to the small town, you know, what, what it's meant to the communities that basically pour their heart and soul into that, yeah. you know, it's not just this, this sport, it's, it's a way of life. It's given, um, you know, you talk about my love for basketball. It's given this little, this little guy that, that never played a love for something to be able to be a part of something. And then now thankfully, you know, showcase what we're, what we have. Mm -hmm. Um, so really just the, the understanding the passion and the community involvement mm -hmm. um, and, and the history of stories that, that Indiana has. All right, so it turns out Indiana does have a distinct connection to the game. I mean, who am I to disagree with James Naismith and to the thousands of people who've contributed to the Indiana Basketball Hall of Fame? When I thought of places the game lives, I always think of places like Rucker Park in Harlem or even on the courts in L.A. The truth is, basketball is global. While easy to overlook, Indiana should definitely be one of the places we think of when we consider where the game lives. This podcast is a co-production of Atlas Obscura and Stitcher Studios. Our production team includes Dylan Therese, Doug Baldinger, Chris Naka, Camille Stanley, Manolo Morales, Gabby Gladney. Our technical director is Casey Holford. This episode was mixed by Luce Fleming. If you want to learn more, be sure to visit atlasobscura.com. There's a link in our episode description. And my name is Baudelaire.
I won't let my active psoriatic arthritis joint symptoms define me. Emerge as you. Tremphia guselkumab is proven to significantly reduce joint pain, stiffness, and swelling in adults with active psoriatic arthritis. Some patients even reported less fatigue as assessed by survey one week prior. Results may vary. Tremphia is taken by injection six times a year after two starter doses at week zero and four. Serious allergic reactions may occur. Tremphia may increase your risk of infections and lower your ability to fight them. Before treatment, your doctor should check you for infections and tuberculosis. Tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms of infection including fever, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough. Tell your doctor if you had a vaccine or plan to. Emerge as you. Learn more about Tremphia, including important safety information, at tremphia.com or call 1-877-578-3527. See our ad in Food & Wine magazine. For patients prescribed Tremphia, cost support may be available. The world isn't wide enough for those with an insatiable desire for discovery. The all-new 2024 Lincoln Nautilus Hybrid SUV offers the power and freedom to explore further and deeper than ever before. Intuitive, smart features ensure that you're always connected to the road ahead. Inside, a thoughtfully designed cabin immerses you in a universe that is all your own. The larger-than-life panoramic display spans the entire width of the cabin. It's customizable and interactive. Drivers can even personalize their backgrounds with a series of nature-inspired themes. This vehicle signals the arrival of an exciting new chapter for Lincoln. Discover more about the 2024 Lincoln Nautilus at Lincoln.com.